Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are almost at the end of Jonah chapter 4, and I hope you have enjoyed learning as much as I've enjoyed sharing and learning a lot about Jonah. We're in still in chapter 4, looking at verses 7 through 8 in the God's Word translation. Jonah has been waiting for God to destroy the city of Nineveh. He's done, uh, Jonah has done his job. He went to preach. He told them that in 40 days the city would be destroyed, but the people repented. And so he's sitting there waiting, and he's angry because God didn't destroy them. So to teach Jonah a lesson, God sends a leafy plant to provide him with shade, but then destroys the plant by means of a worm. But let's listen to today's reading. It reads, At dawn the next day, God sent a worm to attack the plant so that it withered. When the sun rose, God made a hot east wind blow. The sun beat down on Jonah's head so that he was about to faint. He wanted to die. So he said, I'd rather be dead than alive. Again, Jonah chapter 4, verses 7 and 8 from the God's Word translation, which gives chapter 4 the title, The Lord has to remind Jonah about his mercy. I'll be back to share insights and close with prayer. This is Hope Scott. I am the host of 5 Minutes in the Word. Please like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. And I'd like to give a shout out to A-Train Sports Talk. And I want to share their brief promo. This is Anthony Smith, host of the A-Train Sports Talk podcast. And when I'm not doing my own podcast, I'm getting encouraged by five minutes in the Word of God. Thanks, Anthony. And thanks for the shout out from A-Train Sports Talk. Again, that's Jonah chapter 4, verses 7 and 8 from the God's Word translation. God prepares an object lesson for his stubborn prophets, Jonah. Uh, Jonah now experiences a sudden loss of the provision which God made for him, and God provided for his refreshment and to make him comfortable. And with the return of his trouble, Jonah again begins to complain. So the gourd that God allowed to grow, like suddenly, is now suddenly gone. Jonah was glad for the gourd because it offered him shelter. And now that's gone. God prepared a worm to destroy the gourd. The castor plant quickly withers when its stalk is damaged. God gave and he also took away. Jonah should have blessed God for the comfort of the gourd, but he did not praise God for it at all. He was glad for it, but he didn't thank God for it. And when God deprived him of the benefit of it, he complained. The gourd withered the next day after it sprang up. And sometimes our comforts come forth like flowers and are soon cut off. And we just know it's something to just ponder. Sometimes the good things in our lives come forth like flowers 
and they are soon cut off. And do we complain as Jonah did? Or do we uh, look back over our lives and all that God's brought us through and all we can say that we've been blessed and things that we've gone through are testimonies because the good point is we go through them. We don't sit in them. We don't stay in them. We go through them and we thank God for that. Back to my commentaries. God did not send an angel to pluck up Jonah's gourd. He sent a worm to smite it. God sent a, he also sent a scorching east wind. This hot wind would have come off the Arabian desert. And technically, according to the commentaries, this wind would have come from the southwest when it hit the region of Nineveh. However, Jonah is written from the perspective of his audience, which is the nation of Israel. In Israel, the wind uh, from the Arabian desert would have come from the east. So any, either, however it is or whatever, uh, still God's, God still sent the wind. He prepared a wind to make Jonah feel the want of the gourd. And it was a, a, a vehement east wind which drove the heat of the rising sun violently upon the head of Jonah. This wind was not as a fan to abate the heat, but as a bellow to make it more intense. In the region of Nineveh, it easily could have been more than 120 degrees Fahrenheit in the sun. Thus poor Jonah lay open to sun and wind. And I know in some desert areas, it does get to be extremely hot and you want to have a place, you know, with something over your head, you know, to keep the sun from beaming down on you. And Jonah had that gourd to protect him from the sun and from the wind. He had the leaves of that gourd. Jonah fainted and wished in himself that he might die. If the gourd be killed, if the gourd be dead, kill me too. Let me die with the gourd. Foolish man that thinks his life bound up in the life of a weed. And you know, that's Matthew Henry. Jonah's passions run into an extreme one way or the other. He couldn't be pleased. One way he's, you know, one of those people who's going to find a way to complain no matter what. Jonah, who was joyful when the, the gourd flourished, is grieved when the gourd withers. When God took the plant and its pleasant shelter away from Jonah, he missed the plant so much he wanted to die. And this is his third request to die. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. Spurgeon said that people who are resolved to fret generally make for themselves causes for fretfulness. So God, help us to not be that kind of person, that kind of Christian who always has something to complain about. And we know people like that, people who are never happy, people who never find things, see the bright side of anything. They always see doom and gloom. Don't let us be that kind of Christian because that kind of attitude can be contagious where, you know, if I'm always woe is me, 
And that's the kind of message that I'm presenting instead of the gospel message of joy and of love and of uh, forgiveness and of grace and mercy. No one's going to want to be around me. That's not the kind of Christian that anyone wants to be around. Jonah allowed even a silly thing like a plant to become an idol. And Father, don't let us be like that. Don't let us uh, uh, let silly things take the place of you in no situation, no matter how bad things are or how good things are. God, we know that your hand controls everything, every aspect of our lives. And even in the bad times, you're there, good times and bad. You are there. You're there in the bad just because we need someone to lean on. And we thank you, Father, that you are there. Uh, How often our guards are allowed to perish to teach us deep lessons that in spite of all we do to keep them green, their leaves turn more and more uh, yellow until they droop and die. So God, let us not focus on things that's perishing. Let us focus on you and eternity. And uh, we praise you right now. Again, we have to pray for those in the Ukraine. We're praying for you to, again, bring an end to this conflict in the name of Jesus. Protect, provide, continue to give uh, the needs, the what they need to be successful. Pray for the Russians. We don't know what their mindset is, but you know, God. Prepare a way for peace, a way for a peaceful resolution. And not just this conflict, conflicts everywhere and anywhere. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.